What's going on, everybody? Coach Cody back again with another video. We're going to do it podcast style today. So that means audio only. I have um, some questions from people that I got yesterday. Um, oftentimes, I, I get a lot of uh, DMs. I get a lot of private messages uh, question, and questions from people. Yesterday, I asked if anybody had any specific questions. And these were the four that stuck out that I wanted to address um, today. So the first question is by Morgan Landry in the great state of Texas. What's up, Morgan? Her question was overcoming anxiety in the gym and how to push past the barrier of feeling uncomfortable. Now, the first thing that comes to mind when I read this question is I would say that 99.99% of people that start their fitness journey all have anxiety to some extent. And uh, this is something that I hear a lot of, uh, of uh, just in general, especially people just starting out with their gym memberships, just just walking into a gym, hiring a coach and a trainer, um, starting their first group fitness uh, routine. Something along those lines is going to cause anybody who's starting out in fitness, working towards their health for the first time, looking at all this crazy equipment for the first time, looking at the dumbbell rack for the first time, these are going to spark um, feelings of anxiety. And that's natural because anything that we do that's new generally comes with, with a healthy amount of anxiety because we're just not familiar with these things. Now, in terms of overcoming that, though, when we when we first start working out, there's a lot to learn. And we're surrounded by people who, you know, we want to look like. We're surrounded by people who um, are very good at, at using gym equipment, very, very comfortable with their workout routines. And it can sometimes just make us feel like, oh, wow, well, how, how am I ever going to get to that point where I'm comfortable? And it, it comes down to being comfortable getting uncomfortable. And this is something that, you know, I don't hear talked about a lot, but... When we decide that no matter what we do, we're going to get better at something, most of the times, guess what happens? We get better at that the very same thing that caused us so much anxiety in the first place. So we have to push through that barrier of feeling uncomfortable. As Morgan said, how, how do we push past the barrier of feeling uncomfortable? And the only way to really do that is to do that very same thing that makes us uncomfortable over and over and over and over again um, to the point where we're not anxious about it anymore. We don't have anxiety about it anymore when we think about it because we're, we're so accustomed to just going to the gym. We're just accustomed to learning new things. It's okay if we're wrong and it's okay if we're doing things improperly. Our coaches are there to help us with that. Our trainers are there to help us with that. Our friends are there to help us with that. And all of a sudden that, that exercise that you're unsure about or um, those questions that you had in the beginning all just all become more and more clear and more and more answered. And all of a sudden now you're helping someone else who's struggling this, with the same uh, anxiety as they start their fitness journey. So now you're able to help somebody else. Um, but my, my generalized answer to this question, just based on personal experience, as well as um, just what I know is you have to be uncomfortable sometimes in your life to get good at those things that cause us anxiety in the first place. Like I remember when I first became a coach, I first became a trainer. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be in charge of this person's fitness. I'm going to be in charge of this person's health. I'm going to be writing workout routines for this person. And it, that scared me because I was so good at that point in time in my life. Um, I mean, this was way back in 2012. At that point in my life, I was really good at, you know, working myself out. But I wasn't really good at, you know, working with clients yet. And so I just remember the anxiety that I had on my first day 
um, as a personal trainer, just that wave of uncertainty and I wanted to be the best at it, but I just, I wasn't sure how. And sure enough, year after year and month after month of just being consistent with my career, being consistent with that choice, of being a trainer, I learned so many new things from those around me, from people who were better than me or who knew more than me in the industry. And uh, that turned me into uh, really a master trainer Uh, at one point in my career. I really just realized like, wow, I'm actually, I'm actually really, really good at this now. And I attribute that to, to, to staying consistent, but also the people that I spend my time with. And everyone I spent my time with was also a trainer, also a coach. Uh, someone who had been doing it way longer than I had been. And, uh, you know, a lot of my success is just, you know, that consistency factor and spending time with um, spending time with people who had my best interests at heart. So that's how we overcome anxiety in the gym. Uh, stay consistent, understand that that's normal and uh, push past the barrier of feeling uncomfortable just by being consistent enough to see that anxiety start to shift uh, away. Anyways, I hope that uh, answered your your question, Morgan. Um, We're going to move on to the next question now. Thank you so much. This next question is from uh, Stephanie from California. And Stephanie actually had two questions. So we're going to address them both here in this segment. Uh, The first question is how to make time for yourself when you're helping others all day. Um, now we're going to veer away from fitness in this question, um, and we're going to we're going to go back to fitness after this. But um, I assume that making time for yourself not only means the gym, but it also means personal time. And something that I find so important in um, you know, my day to day life, especially being extremely extremely busy, is setting that non negotiable time for yourself. Having time to wind down at the end of the day, being one having time to. Um, turn off your brain and just enjoy uh, enjoy life and enjoy the little things and that's super important to have to have you time and um, you know whether that be sitting down and reading a book you know whether that be um, spending time with your your best friend your significant other your spouse at the end of the day whether that be going for a nice long walk and just enjoying the the outdoors at the end of the day whether that be going out and doing something fun um, or maybe even taking a day off you know it's important to to remember your mental health your physical health they play a role in how you feel every single day and if you're not if you're not designating time for yourself, you're really truly missing out on the whole point of life. And that's to also um, reap the benefits of, of living uh, a life of health and fitness. And to do that, mental health is just as important as physical health. And not experiencing burnouts constantly is something that as a professional, um, I strive to to master. Like I don't want to go to work every single day burned out and stressed out. Otherwise, I'm less of a good professional. I'm less of a good coach. And so same goes for, you know, the the, the general person looking to better their life, be a better husband, be a better wife, be a better you, enjoy things more. Um, I would definitely recommend um, having that time that you designate as a non-negotiable time period where you spend time focusing on the things that uh, that make you happy, ultimately that bring you joy, that uh, that help uh, to add fulfillment to your life. Um, that would be something that I find super super important. Now a lot of people will argue, well, I don't have the time, and that's that's something that I don't agree with. Is we do have the time a lot of the time, but we're we're unwilling to sacrifice something else to make time for ourselves. So I would analyze the things that you're doing on a day-to-day basis and figure out where you actually do have the time. 
And uh, if you do come to the conclusion that you truly do not have time, um, you know, then ask that question. Let's let's go over that so that we can figure out a solution. Now, Stephanie's second question was um, how to make a comeback after a backslide. So how do we make a comeback after, um, you know, not going to the gym for X amount of time, months or even years? And then how do we um, how do we how do we navigate the waters of just of getting back to the routine that set us up for success in the first place? And, you know, I've experienced experienced this personally. I'll share you guys uh, or share, share a story with you guys. Um, you know, back in 2017, I I was bench pressing and I was going extra, extra heavy. And I ended up tearing my uh, my, my pectoralis minor. And uh, that was a super, a super painful uh, muscular tear I experienced. And, um, you know, it, it really set me back and it really kind of ruined my my mindset for a long time. So I spent literally over a year um, not being anywhere close to where I was. The weeks following, I was in extreme pain. Um, the months following, I had to do tons and tons and tons of rehab um, to, to fix myself. And uh, I experienced atrophy. I experienced body dysmorphia. I experienced a lot of different uh, issues uh, mentally that come along with just being hurt, being injured. And I kept comparing myself to, to where I was back, back, you know, before I got hurt. And that was my big problem is until I was happy with where I was that day and started focusing on the things that I could focus on and control today, that day, I was, I was stuck in the past and it was preventing me from making progress in my, in my present and in my future. So making a comeback is truly all about analyzing what your goals are all over again. So you're literally starting from, from square one. What are my goals? What are my goals for the next six weeks? What are my goals for the next 12 weeks? What are my goals um, for the, this next year? And you start taking little steps to achieve those uh, to achieve those goals. So if you're constantly worried about where you were before, you, you, know, you don't want to be that... <laughs> you don't want to be that guy or that girl who's like, you know, back in high school, I was a professional athlete. I got scholarships and then I, you know, busted my ankle. And, you know, you don't want to be living in your glory days because if you spend all that time thinking about, you know, where you were before, it prevents you from focusing on your present. It prevents you from focusing on your future. So you have to kind of approach it as you're starting fresh. Um, and the good news is your body will bounce back very quickly. So, you know, we'll cover that shortly is when you get back to working out again after um, after a long time, you are going to have muscle memory. You are going to have um, a lot of those stability muscles fire back up again. You're going to feel um, weak at first. And you're going to feel extra sore at first, but you are going to experience uh, quicker progress, at least to an extent when getting back to uh, equilibrium or at least where your body was before, you're going to experience quicker results. Um, so you will see significant progress when start, I would say starting over versus when you, you very, you started for the very, very first time because your body will remember the stress that you placed under it. You, it will remember, um, it will remember the, the trials it had to undergo before making it a lot easier to, uh, get just, just get back to where you were. And, uh, I think the, the hardest part of, you know, coming back after that backslide, after, after you've fallen off for a long time is the mental aspect of like, oh man, I'm just so far away from where I was. 
But my advice to anyone struggling with that is it doesn't matter how far you are today from where you were before. You really have to focus on what are your goals now and how are you going to approach them and how are you going to better your life for today and not be stuck so much in the past where you were before because otherwise you're going to be constantly stuck in this state of comparison, which for a lot of people is paralyzing and it stops you from actually making progress because if you spend too much time um, focused in the past, then you're never going to make progress for the future. So anyway, Stephanie, great question. I hope that helps some of you guys and uh, we're going to move on to the next one. All right, and this next question is from Leah Godillo from Texas. Um, your question, Leah, was people who say uh, they don't have time to work out and solutions for that. So something that I encounter all too often, probably way, way too much, is this, uh, the most common excuse in the book is that I don't have time. Whether it be someone signing up to do personal training, whether it be someone who's interested in small group training, uh, whether it be someone who just wants to get healthy and then go get gym membership and start working out, uh, any of these circumstances, um, even if it wasn't gym related and it was just someone wanting to get healthy, um, their, their common objection is I do not have time. And th they say it like it's this indefinite statement where like they're, they're already giving up before they've even tried in the first place. And it's something that's, it, it just completely isn't true. I would ask that person first and foremost, how bad do you want to change? How much is being healthy and being stronger and looking better in the mirror and living longer, how much is that worth to you? Because I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you do have time. You have time somewhere. Because honestly, I'm just as busy as that person saying they don't have time. There are days I work 15 hours. I'm not exaggerating. There are days that I'm in the gym, 15 hours. Uh, I'm on the phone, um, coming up with the video ideas. Uh, I'm, I'm stressed out in, in my own way, but I still... At the end of the day, whether that be, you know, 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 9.30 p.m., I'm still going to work out if it was on my calendar, if it was something I had to do, um, and if it's something that is important to me. So I'm going to make the time to work out. I'm going to make sure that I stick to my plan, my goals, my nutrition, and, and my routine. Otherwise, I've let myself down. So I have to ask myself that same question. How bad is – how bad is uh, – it? Am I, um, how far am I willing to go to make progress? How, how, how important is being healthy and being in shape and being, uh, being the best version of myself? It's pretty damn important. So I would gander at, at most people's, um, response to, I don't have enough time that you do. It's just, you have to make the time and it comes down to how bad do you want it once again, but there's time everywhere. Like I know that, for example, if you went home after a long day at work, you're going to watch Netflix. Uh, you're going to sit down on the couch for a couple hours. You're going to, you know, read a book or you're going to just, you know, wind down, which is important. It's also important to have wind down time, of course. But when it comes to your health and fitness and you had that workout to do and you care about your health, sometimes it is really necessary to make the, the sacrifices in your time, in your schedule somewhere, carve out something somewhere, whether that be before work, on your lunch break even, if you, if you need to start bringing your lunch to work with you, uh, to have that lunch hour to work out, then that's what you do. If you need to get off work, and instead of going home and getting comfortable and getting in your PJs, you go to the gym instead. Um, on weekends, instead of, you know, always going out and partying and drinking, you, instead of saying yes to that, you go to the gym. So don't tell me that you don't have time, you know? So, and this, this question, once again, from Leah, 
this this wasn't a question that she had for herself. This was a general question, so I'm answering it to you know the best of my knowledge, but at the same time, um, with what I know works and what I, what I've experienced in my professional career as a as a coach. And you have to hold yourself accountable, and coaches are going to help you, help hold you accountable as well. Trainers are going to hold you accountable, and the people who you spend your time with are going to make or break you. But to remember. Um, to remember your, your why. Why are you working out? Why do you want to be healthy? And a lot of people, they they simply say, "I don't have time because it doesn't it doesn't um, it doesn't affect them that much." They're not really at that point in their life where they're willing to give up things to change. And until that happens, until that person realizes, "Oh, like this is really that important," they're going to continue to make it so they don't have time. So you have to create the time. If people are saying they don't have the time, guys, it is honestly, that's on them. And they're going to constantly make excuses for themselves as to why they can't do it until they hurt bad enough to change. So yeah, guys, carve out that time somewhere, anywhere, whether that be, um, you know, extra movie time or extra time with your family, your kids. Um, and I know that sounds like crazy. Like, why would you give up time with your family and kids? It, I'm going to, I'm going to say something a bit controversial, something that needs to be said more. And that's, guess what, guys? It is not um, selfish to work out and focus on your health. It is not selfish to have you time. It is not selfish to carve uh, enough time, whether that be 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour out of your day to to get a good workout because that's going to better your health. That's going to better your life. That's going to make you a better father, a better mother, a better aunt, a better uncle, a better son, a better, uh, you know, I could go on and on. It's going to make you a better and it's going to make you the best version of yourself possible. So you have to remember that um, it is necessary to make those changes to your schedule where you're so used to something and it's going to be a little uncomfortable at first. But to say you don't have time is a completely false statement. You do have the time. You just have to make the time. But anyway, guys, that's it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. Um, if you ever had questions, you can always reach out to me personally, either on my Instagram page, Cody Wing Fitness. Uh, we have our members page here anytime as well, the Anytime Members page. Um, you can reach out to me um, on Instagram um, or if you if you have my cell phone number, just give me a text. I'm always here to help you guys out. I'm always, I'm always around to help you navigate the, the waters of health and fitness and help better your life and help better your goals and to get you there. That's my goal as a coach, as a trainer, is to make sure you succeed. So once again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast, and I will catch you guys in the next one.